Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Barleycast. I am a returning Marcus Barley after five to six months away now. Um, I figured I'd hop on, finally, after my long hiatus. And this episode is not me explaining why I have been gone. This episode is me going to be doing my predictions of who's going to win and who's going to lose. Tonight's AEW Full Gear. Let's get it all squared up here. AEW Full Gear 2020. I need the match card. There we go. All right. Old CBS with a trusted thing. On the first match, John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match. Just remember, none of these matches are in order, and I am going off by what I see on the thing. Um, going to this match, I don't think they're going to put the world title just yet on Eddie Kingston. I would like them, AEW to eventually put it on, the title on him, because I actually like Eddie Kingston a lot. I think he's a good part of the company, um, but I'm going to go with John Moxley to retain the title. The AEW Tag Team Titles. Um, FTR versus the Young Bucks. Well, they had Kenny Omega and Hangman Page hold those titles for a very, very long time. And I honestly don't want to see AEW do the same thing WWE does with champions where you're like, oh, we're not going to get a new champion until like six months down the road. But I don't think they're doing that. So I think they're going to, the titles are going to switch hands tonight. I'm going to go with the Young Bucks to win. The AEW TNT Championship match, um, Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen. Um, this match is uh, would be is going to be great because um, both every time these two step into the ring together, they always put on a great show. Um, I'm going to go with Darby Allen to win the title, and maybe just maybe a Cody Hill turn. The AEW World Title Elimination Tournament. Tournament finals, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page. I'm going to go with Kenny Omega, but I could, and then these two will feud on forever, but it will be Kenny Omega to win the title one day, and these two to feud over the AEW title. But I'm going to go with Hang, um, not Hangman. I'm going to go with Kenny Omega to win that match. The AEW Women's Championship, Hakura Shirida. Versus Nyla Rose, I'm gonna go with Nyla Rose to win the world, win the women's title, because she's such an unstoppable force, and I think it makes sense for her to win the title and just, and it will boost her, boost her even more because she'll be the first woman to win that title twice. So, be a big deal. Chris Jericho versus MJF. I'm gonna go with Chris Jericho to win. Just because I don't think they want MJF in the thing. They've said it on a podcast where Chris has said it just wouldn't make any sense because it's not, it's not the original core group. So I'm going to go with Chris Jericho to win. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in an elite deletion match. I'm, um, I'm going to go with sammy guevara to win because he lost sammy guevara lost the last match they were in so i'm gonna go you know what scratch that i'm gonna go with matt hardy to win 
I'm going to have Matt Hardy to win, just because it makes more sense for him to win. And yeah. Jesus Christ, there's a lot of fucking matches. Orange Cassidy versus John Silva. I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy to win. The NWA Women's World Championship, Serena Deb versus Allison Kay. I am going to go with Serena Deb to retain her title. And that is all my match prediction and picks. Um... I just want to say thank you to at the bottom of my heart for continuously listening after I went on a long hiatus and was away for so long. I had just gotten married. I I was getting married at the time. I ha- I am just now married is what I'm saying. I At the time, I was getting ready to get married. Uh, not in June, but it was coming up. I was trying to leave an area at my job to go to a different area. So everything was very stressful for me and um, – this podcast was the only thing I had where it was normal for me. So, and but at the same time, I was kind of losing the passion for doing a podcast, and I was kind of losing, like, but yeah, I was just losing the passion to do it anymore. I was ready to do my own thing, and I was just ready to, I don't know, I was just ready to do my own, I was just ready to not do it for a while, just because I lost the passion of it, and now I I'm, I have it back, um, I, it's very random that I have it back, it's not even on a specific date, it's not on a holiday, I was going to do a Halloween episode podcast, but honestly, I just really didn't feel like it was the right time to return, so do not worry, the podcast will, I will still be doing pod. Releasing podcast every Tuesday. Um, there will be no changing in the schedule. Be nothing changing at all. I will be releasing podcasts every Tuesday, and I have officially returned to the podcasting world. And this is the one parter. So here tomorrow, I will be doing the second part of this. All right, and second part. And we're back. Uh, I guess it fucking cut me off. God damn it. Um. Anyway, like I was saying, um, I release. I've already released this podcast, and I've all and I unreal unpublished it, and then published it, and then unpublished it. And the reason I ended up unpublishing it is just because purely, I um didn't really want to put out such a small episode, just an eighteen minute episode. I wanted to do something longer, um. Just because I've been doing this for over a year, I still want to be, you know, I want to have long episodes. I don't want to put out these tiny episodes for you guys and you guys feel like you're safe. Short change. Even though you're not paying for anything. Just saying. Um, be grateful. <laughs> just kidding. But I feel like the Barley Club members, all you Barley Club members deserve a little bit better than just, you know, eighteen an 18-minute podcast. Because you're used to the 25 to 30-minute podcast. Helps you get through your day. Have you and you have something to listen to? Because a lot of people right now are getting back into work, and some people right now are you know not working and at home. So and I'm back. I can't promise you that you know I'm gonna fulfill I fulfill that dreams or hopes or wishes that you may need. But gosh darn it, I'm here. Podcasting and all. But anyway, um. Yes, let's get into it. Um, 
like I said, this episode was public. If you've already listened to this episode, you can go ahead and skip it. Um, there will be a new podcast episode coming out this Tuesday. Um, you have my word on that. I'm going to start working on the other podcast right after this one. So don't you worry. All right. Wins and losses of AEW full gear card prediction. None of these matches in order. And these are after I've already predicted the winners and losers. All right. First match is John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. And I quit match. I had John Moxley to win. And he did, so that puts me at one win, zero losses. And I picked John Moxley mainly, and it's not because I think John Moxley is like the most awesome one there. Because honestly, I I really want to see AEW have homegrown talent win championships, not just WWE former WWE guys win the titles. But anyway, I had. Had John Moxley to win, and he did, and that puts me at one win, zero losses. And honestly, I hope that you know Eddie Kingston eventually wins the TNT Championship, and I feel like that would be a good title for him to hold. I do feel like the, the AEW Tag Teams would be a good title for him to hold, and the World Title. So eventually, I hope they do more with Eddie because I actually like Eddie Kingston a lot. All right, AEW Tag Team Championships, FTR versus the Young Bucks. I had the Young Bucks to win, and that puts me at two wins, zero losses. And I had the Young Bucks to win just mainly because I didn't really think they were going to have like FTR hold the titles for almost like almost a year like they did with um, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. And no offense to those guys, but honestly, it was getting kind of old after a while watching those guys be the champions because I never really... We're in tag team bouts. It was just a feud building between the two. So it was just like, eh. It'd have been different that they like defended the titles like every month, like every day, every dynamite, but I don't know. But yes, I had the Young Bucks win. They did. That puts me at two wins, zero losses. The AEW TNT Championship, Cody versus Darby Allen. I had Darby Allen to win, and that puts me at three wins. Zero losses. And part of the reason I picked Darby Allen to win was just because the build for him just kind of seemed better. It filled, it honestly, it just felt good to see a homegrown talent become the AEW TNT champion. You know, I like Cody and all, but at the same time, it's like my opinion on Cody is like, oh, he's just, it's just like a giant, he's just being something and someone he's been wanting to be for years. You know, the top guy in a company. It's like, this is getting a little weird because it was like, okay, so whatever WB told him no, he's doing that here. So, huh. It's like, hmm, okay. Well, now he can't face for the AEW Championship ever again. It's like, yeah, but some one day they can eventually just like loophole that, can't they? Like, like, what would happen, like, if he was like, you know, I'm going to be the AEW champion just because I said I would never face Chris Jericho for that title? You know, you could do that. Um, I don't know. I think, I personally think it's kind of weird. And that's just my my personal opinion. Um, 
But yeah, Darby Allen won. That puts me at three wins, zero losses. The AEW World Title Elimination Finals. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. It it didn't. This match didn't come to a surprise. I knew what they were setting up right away when they had the tournament finals. It was just like, oh, they want to figure out a way to have these two face off. So it's like the be- the best, the year long tag team champions are facing off against each other, and it's just like, hmm, wow. I'm so shocked. Uh, I had Kenny Omega to win. He did. That puts me at four wins, zero losses. The AEW Women's Championship, Hakura Shirada versus Nyla Rose for the AEW Women's Championship. I had Nyla Rose to win. She did not. That puts me at four wins, one loss. Oh, no, guys. This is crazy. Don't have a lot to say about this match. Um, it looked good. Uh, two strong, two strong women. You know, duking it out. Good, good match. It was great at double or nothing. It was a great match at full gear. But not a lot to say. I mean, a plus for me on the match. I thought it was a great match. Um, I picked I picked Nyla Rose to win, but. I just figured they were going to, like, you know, like, double down on it. Like, she's the first ever two-time AEW Women's Champion. Because she hasn't, she didn't hold it the longest. Um, Rio held it, held it, I think, longer than her. But, you know, they went with a different route. And, yeah, that's just basically what happened, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, her. Hakura Shirada won to retain her title. Chris Jericho versus MJF. I had Chris Jericho to win, and I was wrong, and that puts me at two. That puts me at four wins, two losses. And I picked Chris Jericho to win just mainly solely because in, in an episode of Talk is Jericho, he it was the inner circle, and they talked about how they didn't really want anybody inside the inner circle besides the people they had in. Just because it was like, well, this is the original group. You know, it just works better with the original group. And I thought that's what they were going to stick with. Apparently, I was wrong, and they did not. So, that's why I put put me at four wins, two losses. But don't get me wrong, I like MJF. I like his thing. But I liked him on his own. I felt like he was getting starting to get some better heat than the inner circle. Where the inner circle was a little bit more comedy-based and was starting to do more comedy things. Which is fine because it shows a different characters, shows different a different character base with those characters. But at the same time, I was kind of hoping they would do something a little bit different and not just do the whole hokey like gags and stuff like that. But at the same time, and I think the inner circle stuff's brilliant. Um, I rewatched some of it, and it was actually it's really funny. Um. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in the Elite Deletion match. I originally had Sammy Guevara, and then I changed my mind. A barley, cl- a barley cast classic. Uh, Marcus changes changes his mind at the last minute before he releases that podcast. But yes, I ended up picking Matt Hardy to win, and he did. So that puts me at five wins, two losses. You're probably thinking by now, well, Marcus did it again. He ran home with it. 
He took the torch and ran home. This is where you could be wrong. There's two other matches on the card. I mean, basically, I did run away with this um, episode, and, you know. But there's two other matches. I could be five to four. You know, that could be bad. It could be a close one. Just a close one. This has happened before. It's happened before, folks, where I have just barely scraped the bottom of it. Barely made it in. Where I won by one point. Um, I don't remember which episode it was. But I remember it was a fucking close one. <laughs> um, Orange Cassidy versus John Silva. I had Orange Cassidy to win. He did. That puts me at six wins. Two losses. If I sound a little stuffed up. No, I don't have Corona. I think I'm starting to get a head cold. And because uh, I have a headache and my sinuses are all stuffed up and stuff like that. And it makes me feel like my ears have to pop. So, I mean, I could be wrong. Could be on stages of Corona, but I still could taste stuff. So I think it's just a head cold. And if you're rocking, I'm in my chair. <laughs> I have to explain stuff to all you people. You know, that's, that's just the host I am. That's just, that's just what I do. I'm back, baby. Again, back bitches, better than ever, you know, just doing my thing. And when I say bitches, I mean you female dogs. <laughs> and for the owners of the female dogs, talking to you, Barley Club members also. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, Orange Cassidy versus John Silva. I had Orange Cassidy win, and he did. And that puts me at six wins, two losses. I'm actually kind of disappointed with what AEW did to Orange Cassidy. They had him in a high-stake feud with Chris Jericho. They did give him a TNT championship match. But at the same time, it would have been so much better if he won that title. And then they just kind of were like, no, we're... We're not going to do that. Like, Darby Allen can hold it, but not Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy's a joke comedian. It's like a joke. And it's like, yeah, the Young Bucks and Kenny were. Like, they did joke matches, too, and like, New Japan all the time. <sighs> anyway, moving on to my next match. The NWA Women's World Championship, Serena Deb versus Allison K. The buy-in pre-show, the showcase of the NWA Women's World Championship on AEW television continues. Um, I had Serena Depp to win, and she did, and that puts me at seven wins, two losses. That's it, folks. I ran away with it. I am 13-0. and Heck yeah. All hell the phenom, which, who, which is Marcus... Yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of weird that they've been having a, a lot of... I think it's weird. At the same time, I think it's kind of cool. Because hopefully, eventually, they bring in the NWA World Championship. And we get to see Cody versus Nick Alice the third time. Because they both have a win over each other. So I would like to eventually see, like, what's him one more time. And then, you know go from there, and then it'd be like, it's like, well, why don't you guys do one more match? 
because I think it'd be kind of cooler to see like maybe one more match between two to break the tie they have with each other. And I think the fact that like maybe I think NWA kind of bit off more they can chew. I mean, I get it. The pandemic happened and a lot of stuff had to shut down. I don't know. I feel like they should have just kind of like had no fans and continued to wrestle. Like they quarantined for like two months and then came back. But they haven't come back, I don't think. I mean, a lot of the wrestlers came to All Elite Wrestling to wrestle. Yeah. And just before we get start winding down here in the podcast. Sorry, I was hearing something outside. I'm going to be going over the comic book of the Tuesday. That is right, folks. Comic book of the Tuesday, or whatever today is. Comic book of the Saturday. Uh, Batman the Long Halloween. I know I'm a little far out from Halloween, but, you know, bear with me. The Batman the Long Halloween is a 13-issue American comic book limited series written by Jeff... Loeb, Jeff Loeb, and art by Tim Sale. It is originally published by DC Comics in 1996 and 1997. It was the follow-up to the three Batman Legends of the Dark Knight Halloween specials, which were reprinted in Batman Haunted Night by the same creative team. The entire series has been called... Collected in trade paperback part of DC Comics Absolute Editions and the DC Comics Gravel Graphic Novel Collection. The series' success led to Loeb and Cell to reteam for two sequels, Batman Dark, Dark Victory and Catwoman When in Rome, which are set correctly. But yes, the comic book of the Tuesday is Batman The Long Halloween. Um, publisher DC Comics scheduled monthly limited series uh, number of issues 13 main characters Batman, Jim Gordon, Harvey Dent Carmine Falcone and Catwoman written by Joseph Loeb um, no sorry Jeff Loeb there's a J-E-F-P-H so a little weird so I may have said I may have said his name wrong. I just I'm thinking Jeff for some reason. Um, Tim Sale, Cumbercraft, Richard Starkins, George, Georgie Wright. Okay, right on. Editors, um, the colorist was Georgie Wright. Letters, Cumbercraft, Richard Starkins, uh, artist Tim Sale's writer, written by Jeff Loeb. Loeb. Um, editor Archie Goodwin and Chuck Kim. And yeah, that is the comic book of the Tuesdays, the Batman, the Long Halloween. Um, as I start winding down the podcast right now, I'm just going to go over a little bit of the stuff that had been going on because of when I originally published this, I talked about why I left for a while. I'm not 
doing a full podcast of why I left just because I don't I don't want to do downer podcasts where I'm like this is why I left I was sad like no I'll get I'll briefly talk about it in this episode and I'll give you a little rundown what happened was I was just kind of losing interest um at, and where I was working in the area I was working not my job but the area I was working in at my job. There are different types of places you could work in within the area and within the job. The area I was working, I'm not going to give out what it's called or anything. The area I was working in wasn't really suitable for me. I was suffering through depression when I was working over there. I constantly felt like I was being attacked. I constantly felt like a lot of the people I was working with didn't really care to have me working over there for with them. And I didn't really think my boss liked me either. Come to find out, she didn't. Um... So that is part of the reason why I just kind of was like, I don't want to do the podcast anymore. I'm so depressed when I come home. I'm so wore out and tired. I had the whole week off, which was awesome. But at the same time, it was just like I would have to schedule like an hour to 30 minutes of my day. Or I, I these podcasts would take me all day to work on whenever I was going through all that stuff because it would just be like, I would have to just kind of like just scratch and claw for inspiration to get me going to be like, because as I'm working on one podcast, I have to think of another one I'm going to do next week. And then it would be the same thing. It'd be a cycle. And it just started to kind of wear on me. And it wasn't just because like, if I could make this my job, I would in a heartbeat because I would love to work from home and do this as a full time gig. But same time, in the area I was working with, you didn't really get to do a lot of that stuff. Because I couldn't really do a lot of the stuff I used to do when I worked at in the other other area I worked in. When the other area I worked in, I was constantly, it was, you're by yourself, it's, you're calm, you just, you unloaded, you know, a trailer, and then, you know, you went on to the next one. And that's why I started doing, and then when I went back to doing that, before I get into that, I'm going to finish off with this. When I was working over there, um, the more I would think about an episode, the more I would have anxiety about like thinking of other stuff. Like I was worried whether or not I clocked in. I was worried whether or not I clocked out. You know, it was just just these small, detailed things where it was like, why are you thinking about that? Just move on. And I couldn't move on. I was just so freaked out every time because it was just like, oh, what if I didn't do this? What if I didn't? So it would, my thought process would begin me thinking about, okay, what am I going to do for next week? Okay, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do this. And it would be like an AD, my ADHD brain would switch on and be like, wait a minute, did I clock in? Wait a minute, did I do this? And it would just start freaking me out. So that's part of the reason why I kind of stopped podcasting. Um, when I found out that I was eventually I got accepted to be to transfer transfer areas. I'm not gonna lie. I came home and cried. Not like like oh please like none of that. It was just like I my eyes got real watery and like tears started coming down. So it was it was very emotional for me because it was just like and it wasn't just it wasn't the thing of like oh my god now I can do a podcast now. I had been suffering through anxiety so bad that I started getting depression and I would have 
you know, I was depressed. I was having very bad anxiety attacks at work. I had, I think I had two or three anxiety attacks and I didn't really talk to anybody until someone saw me like stop, sit down and just start breathing heavily. And they're like, what's wrong with you? And I had to tell them and they're like, do you want to go home? And I said, no, I I just need a minute to catch my breath because I'm just starting to, I'm really starting to freak out right now. And they're like, why are you freaking out? And I would tell them, like, oh, this just happens. Like, this, I, I have no control over this. This has just has been happening to me. And I think part of the reason was because no one really wanted to talk to me. And at, when I worked in the other area, I talked to everybody. I had friends. You know, it was great. But when I was over there, no one really wanted to talk to me, and no one really wanted anything to do with me. I mean, two two or three people talked to me, and they would talk, let me vent about, you know, how I was feeling. Uh, but other than that, there's people there who wanted nothing to do with me. They were pissed off at me, and they just didn't like me. And I didn't care, because I didn't really care about them either. But when I got the news, I left there, came home, you know, I came to my office area and I was sitting at my desk and I just kind of I just kind of broke down because I just didn't know it was such it was like a 5,000 you know weight was just taken off my my back because I'm like oh my god and like two and I I was just so really because I didn't work the next day so and they told me they're like they're like next week your last week and I only worked three days at that time so they're like, you just, we just need you to work one day and then you're done. So I was just like, okay, yes, that's fine. So worked my one day, left, you know, got to have a whole week off. Um, then I started up the next following weekend, the next following week, and I've been working back at my old position, just day shifts during the week. And that's why I, I could have come back sooner than later but at the same time like I told like I said I wasn't I just wasn't there yet I wasn't mentally there yet I wasn't I knew I wasn't ready to come back and I knew I wasn't um destined to come back quite yet I was I knew I had to I knew I had to wait a while I knew I had to hold off I was originally going to come back in August so I was only going to take a month off originally and then August hit and I was still I didn't have no urge to come back. Am I going to lie and say there wasn't a time or thought where I was like, you know what, I had a good run. I lasted a year. Um, you know, I didn't get to 100 episodes, but, I, you know, I lasted a year. And not, not a lot of podcasts can say that. Like, they can't say they lasted a year. I lasted a year, and, you know, maybe it's time for me to, you know, close that chapter in my life. I got the podcast on two different two different types of podcast. Um, I kind of semi-opened up a network called the Barleycast Network. No, the Barley Network, where it holds um, the Barleycast, also the, you know, talking in the room. You know, maybe I'm done. And then around October, around September is when I started getting the itch for it again. Not the full itch, but still the little one. Because I started coming up with episode names and stuff I could talk about. 
and like I was just like in movies and stuff. The thing that really set me over the edge was Full Gear, where I was like, oh, I can do a podcast over that. And I think I was folding my clothes from my la- doing my laundry, and I like paused and I was like, you know what? Like, I think I got two hours before the pay per view starts. Like, you know what? I'm gonna make some predictions. You know, maybe the streak will end or something, and then like I can go by that. And then you heard this episode today. What can I tell you? You know, when you're the best, you're the best. <laughs> but anyway, all is good. I have returned. I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to start releasing these daily. I think I might start releasing them on either Mondays. I think I might either stick with Tuesdays or I'm going to go to Saturdays. Just because I have Friday off, I can work on them downstairs and then release it the next day. But anyway, hopefully you enjoy. I, If you want to know the moral of the story, I'm back. I feel better. The anxiety's gone. I started taking... Oh, I started taking these, like... I started taking... I started medicating my... Not like... I didn't go to a doctor or anything. I started... I went to the store, bought some, like... You'll see them. It's like a gummies that say, like, calm. I took those for a while. I don't take them now just because it just makes me too sleepy. But anyway, I am... I have returned. I'm... Anxiety free, depression free. You know, I started changing up my diet. I started exercising. I need to exercise more, but I do exercise when I can. And you know, I'm in a better place than I was back in that day. Even though, like at that time, you could like say, like, "Oh, you just got a house," so that part of the part of that anxiety and stuff was because we bought the house, and I was just worried about losing my job. And they didn't really help because they would tell me that, like, "Oh, you know, I'd hate to see you get fired." You know, you love those types of people who tell you that. Well, I'm not over there now, so, you know, kiss my ass. So, <laughs> um, and I'm, and I was currently getting married. That's why I also didn't start the podcast back in October, because I actually was going to start up the podcast again. I was like, maybe I'll start up in October, and I didn't. So, this is where we're at instead. But anyway, after going from a different area from my one job to my other job from one area to another area at my job getting a house you know no get getting a house going from one area to the another area going back to my old original area that I started out in getting married um you know I'm I'm at where I want to be Maybe, you know, not career-wise, I like my job, but I don't want to, you know, and I think it's a great place, but, you know, eventually, you know, little birds got to, you know, fly away. (laughs) But anyway, um, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and thank you for listening to my, all my problems and woes, and I'm sorry if I bored you too much. Um, I didn't want to... Like I said, I didn't want to make this a whole... I didn't want to make a whole podcast dedicated to me complaining about, like, oh, you know, I wish this would have happened and this would have happened. And this is what happened. And I was sad and... Blah, blah, blah. I think that's just a sympathy podcast, and I don't really want to put out those anymore. 
where I'm like, oh, you know, I'm sad. But anyway, like I said, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and I, and I'm and thank you for listening. Until next time, this has been another edition of the just before that. You can go like, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Facebook and Instagram. No, sorry. Twitter and Instagram at BarleyCast. And you can find me on Facebook, The BarleyCast. Until next time, this has been another edition of The BarleyCast. See ya.